Hey, so it is Wednesday and we are on a journey. We began on Monday and we looked at making a difference, taking everything we've learned and just really getting really deliberate about how we're going to make a difference. Because I really pray that this Today I Choose is going to cause you to make some bold choices that actually you're going to say, wow, because of that season, I made this change. Because of that, I began to do this. And I really pray that there's going to be some radical, revolutionary things happen in your life, in your relational world, your spiritual world, your emotional world, because this information has not just become information, but an impartation. And so we started on Monday. Let's make a difference. And yesterday we said in order to do that, you're going to have to get past inconvenience. It's not convenient to say yes to God. It's not convenient to follow what he's called you to do. And that's where often a lot of us get off the track and begin to sit out the race we're called to. So let's identify those inconveniences, call them out, notice that they're there so that we can actually approach them with confidence and boldness and not allow indifference in. So once we've dealt with inconvenience, there's something else that you're going to have to navigate and deal with, and that is interference. I want to actually go back to the story we were with yesterday, the woman with the issue of blood, because actually her story is recorded in a couple of the Gospels, and one of them just mentions her, and the other one puts her story alongside the story of a man named Jairus. And I want to pull out from this story now of her and Jairus's experience, how often we stop right before our breakthrough because of interference. What's interference? Well, it can be anything from a fear that begins to interfere with the journey that you've set out on. It can be those doubts that begin to interfere with the cause that you've said you're committing to. It can be someone's negative counsel that actually ends up actually being interference in the plans that you've made. It's kind of like when you're on your phone, a cell phone, and you're in an area and you're having a conversation. And then for whatever reason, the signal begins to drop out. And that thing called static happens. You know what I mean? When it goes like, and you can barely hear them because interference is now on the line and the interference makes their voice unclear. And that's what interference seeks to do. It seeks to make God's voice unclear and the loudness of the negativity overwhelm what it is that you're committing to do. And so we have to watch out for interference. And it can come from all different places. It can come from internally and it can come externally. It can be people that we love that can become the interference. Maybe because they don't have the faith that we have. And so their fears begin to interfere with our faith. Their doubts begin to question our commitments. And because they're not in the same place as us, their interference begins to cloud our judgment. And so we have to be aware that interference happens and know how to deal with it. How do you deal with interference when you're on the phone? Well, you just keep moving until you get the clarity back, right? You don't stop in the place of static. You don't wait there for the static to clear because it might never clear. You move in the direction where the signal becomes clear again. And today, I want you to understand that interference will come and it will visit you when you're choosing to make a difference. That's when it shows up the most. When you've made the different the commitment to make a difference, that's when interference speaks up. It doesn't care before you've decided. It doesn't care before you've actually got active about what you're going to do because there's nothing that really it needs to bother about while you're thinking about it. But once 
you start adding those deeds to that faith, that's when interference kicks in. And so I want us to look at interference and the part it can play in all of our story from this story that is actually, I'm going to read the story, the version of the story. It's in Luke. Luke 8. Luke 8, the woman with the issue of blood. We looked at her yesterday, pushing past all that inconvenience to get her breakthrough. But it isn't just her story. It's also the story, like I said, of a guy named Jairus. Jairus that day had come for a miracle, not for himself. He'd come for a miracle for his daughter. And I even love that. Let's just think about that for a moment. Who were you willing to go and get in line so that they can get a miracle? He was not in line for himself. He was in line to make a difference in the life of another. How many times are we willing to get in line for ourselves and our own needs? But actually, when we really start making a difference is when we're willing to get in line for someone else's needs. It's kind of like when I take my kids to Disney and there's those two rides at Disney. One that says, you know, normal line, go in here with your family. And then one that says single rider line. And, you know, oftentimes we are single riders in the kingdom. We just want our fix. We want our thrill. We want our needs met. But actually, we're called to make a difference, which means we have to go in the line with the other person. We have to stand in line to help them get their breakthrough if they're broken, help them get their restoration if they need wholeness. And when I have kids in my life, I stand in line for hours for things that I don't even care about. But I know it's a dream in their heart to actually stand in that line and meet that fake princess or meet that, have that experience on that ride. We get in line because it does something in their life that makes a difference. It's the same spiritually. So Jairus, he's not even there that day for himself. He's there for his daughter who's sick. So he stood in line all day to make a difference in her life. He stood in line all day to ask for his prayers to be met. And so finally, it gets to the point where Jesus gets to Jairus. And I'm pretty sure that day it was hot. And I know there were many, many gatherings. So this was an inconvenience for him too. It was inconvenience to stand in line all day. It was inconvenience to be in these crowds that were pushing and pressing all day. But he did it and he stayed so that he could get his requests met. So let's join it as Jesus gets to Jairus. So it says there's a man, verse 41, named Jairus, a synagogue leader, and he came and he fell at Jesus's feet after waiting all day. This is his moment. And he pleads with him, come to my house because my daughter, she's 12 years of age, she's dying. And that is the exact moment where Jesus now has given him his attention. But it says Jesus, then at that moment, a woman who crawled up on the floor, the one we read about yesterday, at the exact moment Jairus is making his request known, she touched his garment. And Jesus was looking at Jairus, but in the split second, as he's mentioning his need, Jesus turns around and he says, who touched me? I don't know what was going through Jairus's mind, but maybe he was thinking like we probably thought, are you kidding me? I've stood here all day. I have been inconvenienced all day. And in my moment, someone else is jumping in and interfering in my moment. She was the interference in his moment. She was the person that was actually removing Jesus' attention from him to her in that moment. And in that moment of interference, you have to have an attitude check. What are you going to do if someone else jumps in front of you? What are you going to do if someone else gets the blessing you were believing for? What are you going to do if it seems like Jesus answered their prayer before he answered yours? That is the interference. It's the static that can make us think, well, what's the point? It can make us quit. 
And Jairus, in that moment, is dealing with all that stuff. And Jesus is helping this woman. And turns around, he says, who touched me? He begins to heal this woman. And listen to this. Listen how the enemy works. In verse 49, as Jesus is dealing with this woman, more interference steps in. Because while Jesus, verse 49, was still speaking with this woman, someone came from the synagogue to the synagogue leader and whispered in Jairus's ear, your daughter is dead, so don't bother the teacher. Go home. Interference comes in his ear at the moment when he feels like, what's the point? At the moment when he feels like, does Jesus really care? At the moment when he feels like, I've been here all day, why should I stay longer? The enemy whispers, you know what? You're right. Give in to that way. You know what? Your daughter's not just sick now, she's dead. So if I were you, I'd go home. You know what, Jairus? You tried, but it didn't work out. An interference of the woman getting there before him, interference of the negative news now making the situation even more hopeless. All of that stuff, you have to see it for what it is. It's the way that the enemy gets us to quit before the breakthrough. It's the way that he gets us to allow indifference into our soul. It's the way that he allows us to to, to kind of begin to renegotiate with ourselves. Well, I was going to speak up, but now I'm not. It's just too hard. Well, you know, I was going to actually stay what it was that I needed to do and actually move out in that area. But now there's so much interference in the atmosphere. I just feel it's too awkward. It's too hard to persevere. No, don't allow those voices to rob you of what God has for you. You are going to get a breakthrough, but you've got to deal with the interference. Now watch what Jesus does. Jesus, listen to this. He has just had that negative stuff put in his ear. It says, on hearing this, Jesus pivots back around, eyeballs Jairus and says these three things. Jairus, do not be afraid. Jairus, just believe. Jairus, she will be healed. What's Jesus saying? Okay, there was some static on the line. Okay, there was some interference in your ear, but I'm going to let you know loud and clear, the signal is restored. And this is what my voice is saying over the interference. Do not allow fear in. Do not allow doubts to rob you. And do not second guess my ability to heal in this situation. And I don't know who needs to hear this today, but there is someone right now who's got static on the line. You were going to do something. You were going to step up. You were going to reach out. You were going to make a difference. And then you feel somehow someone got in the way. Or you feel somehow that Jesus' attention was on somebody else. Or right now in this moment, you're allowing someone's voice in your ear to say, you know what, go home. You know what, stop trying. You know what, don't stand up for that anymore. You know what, if I were you, I would just go home. And right now, the voice of God is cutting through the static to say, don't you dare. I need you to believe today. I need you to understand that fear does not get to counsel you in this situation. And I need you to know that what I said I would do, I am going to do. So I don't know who you are, but here's what God says to you. Do not be afraid. Here's what else he says to you. 
You need to believe. Just believe. That's all I need you to do. Just believe that I do what I say I'm going to do. And then finally, he wants to say to you, that circumstance, it will come to pass. For this man, it was your daughter will be healed. For you, maybe it's this situation will turn around. This change will come. I don't know what the circumstance is, but what I know is on the journey to making a difference, on the journey to having the breakthrough, you're going to have to deal with static. You're going to have to deal with interference. You know, Elijah and Elisha, I mentioned them yesterday. When Elisha, Elijah's about to be taken up to heaven. Elisha is told by the other prophets, leave the guy alone. Let him go on by himself. Even Elijah turns to Elisha and says, stay here. And you know what Elisha says? Not on your life. I'm coming with you. I know you're all giving me this static, but I know I have to be right by your side when what happens, happens. Because that's where the double anointing was. It was by him being right by his side. Interference tries to put a gap between you and God. Interference tries to put a gap between you and your victory. And you have to stand up and like Jesus said to Jairus, Jairus, I need you to believe. Jairus, I need you not to be fearful. Jairus, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. So right now in your world, where's the interference? Who's the static? What's the voice? What's the conversation? And I need you to keep moving today because your signal will get clearer the more you move in the direction of making the difference that you're called to make. You know, that was not the end of this story. There was a miracle, but let's look at that tomorrow. Let's look at another area that we're going to have to deal with in order to make a difference. But I'm telling you today, for some of you, it's a day to clear the static. It's a day to keep moving forward. And it's a day to say to whoever or whatever is the interference, be quiet in Jesus name. All right. I'll see you tomorrow.